0: Welcome to the Unbreakable and Fearless Podcast.
1: I'm Jacy, current collegiate student-athlete and owner of Unbreakable Female Athlete.
0: i Candice, current college coach and owner of Fearless and Capable. We are teaming up to bring perspectives as a coach.
1: And as an athlete that hit on topics and issues that we face as women in
0: sport. Join us as we build on a friendship of more than 10 years and get real about what is happening.
1: And how we can make tomorrow better for women in sports. You me, me free. You'll make me win every way. Welcome back, everyone.
0: <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome.
1: It's another uh, day.
0: It is. It's a good one though. Like we had a great training session last night, and I won't see my team for two weeks because of spring break, and yeah. then I have my A license that I have to go in person again for. And it was kind of sad because they ended and like they had a good week. Um, We did a bake-off, so they each have, yeah, so we have black and gold games that happen all spring long, and um, so this week was a bake-off, and we were kind of going into spring break and kind of that halfway through the spring season, off-season, so one team, each team had to make a, like, a small bite size treat, and then we had a little uh, bake-off competition thing, so it was fun, it was a good time, and players played well after the session, and yeah, so it was kind of like, oh, I'm going to kind of miss them for two weeks, yeah. um, so which is great. That's a good thing. So what about you? How are things?
1: Good. We leave for Arizona tonight at 7.15 p.m. Um, had weights this morning, have a workout today, and then training camp, eight days of going hard, seat racing, you know, getting better. Everyone's getting better. I'm excited. It's going to be really, first of all, I mean, I'm excited for like some warm weather because it's, you know snowed all day yesterday yes. here and so i'm just ready for some vitamin d like i need some warm i think i'm like in seasonal depression you know like i i need some sun <laughs> and then on top of that i think like, it's real yeah it is real it go is it is real um i'm excited to just like get on the water and everyone just go hard and it's gonna be really fun to see where we're at so and we also have a like a race sprinkled in there so It'll be exciting, Um, but, you know, actually, interesting enough, our topic today does sprinkle right into what we're talking about, um, or sprinkle into my training trip, so today we're talking about periods, which I'm on my period, so that's just exciting, you know, it always seems to come when you don't want it.
0: (laughs) But, and it comes pretty regularly, so it's always when do you want it? That would be I mean, there are moments, uh, but you know there's sometimes the fact of like yeah it's it throws things off every month
1: it does <laughs> it does throw things off every month, and you're like, good- lo- I mean, seriously, like it's always although mine's interesting, so I feel like I get my period anytime I'm stressed, and that's kind of like a lot that's often, so. Like, going into the spring training camp, I have my period. But then, like, two weeks later, I'll have my period again. Like, I'm just spotty all the time. And so I had actually gone to the gynecologist about it because I was like, why am I always getting my period? Like, it doesn't really make sense. And I think it's, like, stress-induced. So there you go for everyone that's listening. Now you know I have stress-induced periods. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, it'll be interesting what we're talking about today because everyone – and that's another thing is everyone's different every single person is different so how do you handle that as an athlete and how do you handle that as a coach
0: yeah i i mean i i remember the time i vividly remember getting it like most of us do but i remember the week of my mom being like do you have any cramping feelings and the first one i was like no and i think that might have been the only time it was like because every time <laughs> afterwards was like oh my god I am I dying right now like what is going on and my my sisters would love for me to talk about them as well because we were I notoriously would get like white and sweating and mm-hmm. um literally just be in sometimes a ball on the floor in the bathroom or wherever I landed. And so nurses ended up knowing me. And then my middle sister came through the schools. She did the same thing. So by the time my youngest sister came through, they're like, yeah, that's just that family. And it was, I mean, it was nice because it was a nurse and she knew to kind of like let us chill for a while. But man, like it was that like week in our house where all three of us girls would be at it. Like I swore my dad walked in and just like threw my doll from a distance because it was just (laughs) the regular of, of just how do you manage it? I know for me, um, bloating, like that was always a really big thing. Like my stomach always felt inflamed in pressure and, you know, I would put on my uniform and just things would just feel gross and just you know as much as i was drinking water and they're like go work out it makes it feel better it does but you have to get through these like severe cramps while you're working out then Mm -hmm. it almost kind of works it out sometimes sometimes it did nothing and it just felt horrible so Mm -hmm. um and i was like a good seven day flow um so yeah it was like a full week and so essentially one week on three weeks off a week on three weeks off how much fun does that sound for like men who don't have, like, how does that sound enjoyable? (laughs) It's not. No, it's not enjoyable. No. And so it impacts things. And I think that's where we're going to get into is, is particularly the athletes, what it does as athletes. And then as coaches where we can, we can support things. So um, I I appreciate you sharing your, your stress induced. And I don't, um, I don't envy that. I know as well, one Mm -hmm. of the bigger topics of, you know, just the current era of being more transparent about female um, reproductive systems and the way we experience things is obviously endometriosis, Um, you know, not something that I've personally suffered, but obviously I have friends and, you know, people that I care about and also just know through, you know, social media that have shared their stories and, you know, landing in the a hospital to have surgery to help correct is it's not something anybody enjoys but this is real and for so many years women have just been told that's a period and, and we're really at least putting some more focused efforts on on bringing this topic to life so for you knowing kind of what you experience and what teammates and others like what is the biggest probably misconception that's out there what's the biggest misconception about periods for athletes Ooh.
1: That's a good one. The biggest mm-hmm. misconception. Wow i I don't know because the thing is is obviously like I surround myself with other athletes that are you know dealing with periods, so all we ever do is kind of bitch. Like, actually, it seems like my entire team is synced up. Like it, <laughs> and our poor coaches. Like, I really do feel like you know the other day, um, like I said, I I have my period. Stress induced. Um, and the other day I was on it, and at practice, and I was cramping so bad. And you know, like when you're rowing, like you're sitting, like you're already sitting, like bunched, kind of like bunched up. It feels like, and I was in so much pain, like I was so uncomfortable. And so, in the middle of like a rest, uh, between pieces, I ran to my trainer's room to get um mydol because I was like, I am cramping so bad. Like she just threw the mydol at me, and took it. You know, it doesn't even kick in while you're there kicks in after but <laughs> right. I still kicked it still took it but that's the reality of you know being a female athlete with a period but sorry back to misconceptions um I think that the biggest misconception might be like it's just it, it's just a, like it's kind of just played off as it's just a period like oh it's just a period like I'm we're just on your period it's whatever but like yeah Do you understand what's happening when you're on your period? Like you're losing blood. You're like, there's so many things that go into it. And there's a lot of fatigue that goes with being on your period. And yeah, I think
0: that's, that's a great one, JC. Like fatigue. I think that's a really good one of how much it takes out of you. Keep going. That's a great one.
1: It it does take a lot out of you. And I've definitely noticed my performance is a lot different when I'm on my period based off of when I'm not on my period, but it's not like I walk around with a sign on my head that says, Oh, I'm on my period this week. So I'm going to have a shit performance. So like, if I have, you know, five consecutive days where I'm not doing as well, does it, sometimes I'm worried. I'm like, does it look like I'm just, you know, like out of shape or do, do you understand that? Like right now I'm literally bleeding a shit ton. Out of my vagina. (laughs) I'm just being realistic. I'm being honest. Yeah. That's the reality of it.
0: Right? Well, and it's not just that. Right. I mean, your hormones are are doing different things. They're shifting. Mm -hmm. There's emphasis on some things are being released. Some are not and then you know your uterus is doing what it's supposed to do based off of you know the biological systems you have which means it's like it's working it's cramping like muscles are moving and if you're going oh by the way i'm in my normal rowing uh you know workout so these muscles which are normal working out you can see them you also don't know there's a big big muscle that by the way that muscle pushes a human out of you. So let's talk about the strength of that muscle alone. That muscle is a beast and it's, it's doing its thing. And that means it's working out, which means this fatigue that you can't see, the coach can't see, your teammates can't see is impacting that energy level as well. And so I think that, uh, that fatigue is actually a really good, um, you know, misconception that it is. It's just kind of like, well, it sucks for a little bit, but you're like, no, like it actually can suck for a few days. It takes a lot. And again, one week, every three to four weeks, you're feeling this, you know, this exhaustion. Um, I think from my side, one of the things that is is one of the bigger misconceptions too um, is, is the frequency and the like really understanding of how everyone's flow is different. The number of days the um you know just even the flow uh how do I want to put this word like the level of it so some yeah. people start out heavy and tinker down someone some start low and then go heavy so even though the whole team could start to kind of sync up and when we say sync up by the way for people that are like coaches male, male coaches that don't sync up is not like oh everyone is on the same start day and everyone ends the same day and it's that same no like and none of that is happening it's just you're in a similar time frame and so therefore even knowing what one player is experiencing or an athlete's experiencing is certainly different than what the next you know her friends are coming right next to her are um within their own and i think the other thing too is like obviously you know there's there's different forms of like birth control and things that take, um, effects during, you know, any sort of woman, um, administering that to themselves. And that's obviously a big conversation between doctors. I know, you know, there was a lot of conversations because my cramps were so you know bad and at times would be taking me out of things I wanted to be in, not just soccer, but sleepovers and swimming and, you know, things that just normal, you know, normal humans want to be able to participate in, um, is is these medications can have impacts. And, you know, one of the things I did after my second child is, um, I got an IED, which essentially, um, you know, I bled actually for about five months straight I have every day. Go. Yeah. Yeah. Five months straight. And, um, that's not fun. <laughs> no. That wasn't enjoyable at all. And, you know, then even like, the insertion and the removal of it. Like there's things that go on with your body. And like, even now um, I kind of still know when it's that time of month, because I feel cramps, I feel fatigue. Um, I can feel some of those things happening. So even though I might not be, you know, having the bleeding component, it's not that my body's not doing certain things at that time frame, which does impact emotions, feelings, fatigue, all of these things we're talking about. So I think the biggest misconception is it's kind of in the same vein. It's just a period, and you're like, yeah. well there's a lot of different things that you can't compare um one to another because of the experience we're all having, so if people are listening and and we think they are based off the numbers and and hopefully people <laughs> are sharing as well um j c what are what are some thing, what are some things that coaches could know about to support female um, athletes during this
1: interesting because You know, going off of what you said about IUDs, like I have an IUD and basically just showing that like everyone can be different. I, like I said, I still get my period and I have the IUD to not, to try and not get my period. And for a while I didn't, but now I've gotten into this space where like for probably the past two years, I just continuously get it. Um, Even if I'm not supposed to be on my period, I am getting it. And it's crazy how the body works and how everyone's different. And so I think that's the first thing you have to understand is that we all do all of our bodies work in a different way and react to this big stressor. I mean, it's like a big stressor in a life of a female. Um, We all react to it differently and we're not all going to have the same physical reactions. We're not all going to have the same mental reactions. I mean, another big misconception is that you're just like, I don't, I don't know if only is a misconception, but like you're bitchy when it comes to your period. Like, well, you are bitchy when it comes to your period. I mean, I am, I am like, but it's not just like, Oh, she's being bitchy. Like she must be on her period. Like it is like, I, you have like all of these different hormones. You have everything working against you. It feels like, um, and so understanding and kind of having a bit of like compassion for that and compassion. I don't, I don't know if that's the right word, but like understanding that it is like a really tough week. It is a really tough seven days mentally and physically. And Mm -hmm. when you show up to practice and when you're training, I will say sometimes it's nice because it does like, like you said, like getting, once you get past the cramps, you do feel like it, it, Moving does make the body feel a bit better and like it does get your mind off of things, which is kind of nice because sometimes if you're just like sitting doing work, you know, you're like, God, my period cramps hurt. Like when, yeah, when the only thing you can focus on is like how hard the workout is, it's a bit better, but right, it is going to impact how you're doing physically in the workout. And then for some athletes like myself who have anxiety, now I'm thinking, now I'm spiraling, thinking, okay, well, now that I'm not doing well. Because of my period, do they understand that, you know? And so it just goes into this whole, like,
0: yeah. And we will be right back to our show.
1: I'm J.C. Hall, founder of Unbreakable Female Athlete, LLC, and current student-athlete on the University of Iowa women's rowing team. According to a study done by Always of more than 1,000 girls aged 16 to 24, 67% of them exclaim they feel society does not encourage girls to play sports. That's why I created Unbreakable Female Athlete. At Unbreakable Female Athlete, we work to educate, inspire, and empower girls all over the world, utilizing branded apparel. Overall, we work to cultivate a group of female athletes amongst the world under one message, Unbreakable. You can find our branded apparel on www.unbreakablefemaleathlete.com or Instagram at unbreakablefemaleathlete underscore. Now back to our show.
0: How does the coaches look at it? And I think from a coaching standpoint, um, it is a benefit being, you know, a biologically having female body parts that I understand mm-hmm. what is going to happen. Um, yeah. You know, some of the things that I think about is one making sure there's always a stash of tampons um, that are of different sizes and honestly always mm-hmm. having a pad just in case um, there is someone who has, because there are women that tampons are actually extremely uncomfortable um, mm-hmm. based off again, how their body is shaped Um, So, again, out of, like, everything else, it's also shaped differently for some people down there, and it doesn't feel comfortable, so they wear different um, feminine products. I think the other thing that kind of goes along with this is this conversation around, you know, particularly um, within the soccer world right now is, like, the white short debacle of, like, do you wear white shorts and all that kind of stuff and what – what does and what doesn't. And, you know, there's a lot of things that go into purchasing uniforms and you have to have a light color and you have to have a dark color. And how do you, you know, compare and contrast what you're going to wear home and away. These are real things, but it certainly is, you know, I honestly even remember your team at like 13 or 14, one of the girls getting her period during the game. And it was like, Candace get her off the field. And then we're all like flipping shorts and we're helping. And I think she, there was a comfort that it was me on the sideline. I was like, dude, we got you. We got you. And like yeah, we formed exactly a circle. Yeah. And it was, it was really, and they were white shorts. And yeah. you guys, I think she was like in the center midfield and people behind her were like, yo, Candace, she needs, she needs out. Um, and so I think as coaches, you know, some of those things that you can become aware of, of ways to support um, because we always don't know what's coming. Um, it can come suddenly very fast. We can expect it. Uh, but one of the other things I wanted to to kind of get your insight on is, you know, obviously in a lot of professional spaces, now menstrual cycles are being monitored um, mm. and players are reporting and so on. I have not gotten into that space yet with my groups because one, I don't know if we have the technology and the support systems to really manage that because of a few things. One, um, what if a girl... Is sexually active, and what if it's a fear of pregnancy being the reason that a period is late? Anything like that? And like you're talking right now, it's so irregular for you. That means anything and everything, you know. And so, like to have another level of stress that you know I'm going to be knowing is that helpful or not? And that's a really hard part. So, I think that that's in one is we don't have the technology to the other things that go along because being on birth and c- birth control is not all about being sexually active it is also in helping how we experience menstrual cramps in our periods. Yeah. So those two also don't go in unison that you're on birth control because you're sexually active. It's, it can really go that way. So, you know, coaches knowing things like that is like, how does that space get taken care of? And I don't feel like we're in a space with our staff, our athletic training, everybody to go, we're ready to support these conversations if there's an issue. We're ready to support you if you think you're pregnant or anything mm-hmm. else is going on. I'm, I'm here. But to have this like regular check-in that they're reporting to us, I don't know if we're there yet. Um, and I wouldn't want to take data with something. I don't know what I'm going to do with it yet and be yeah. able to know that I'm going to be able to support it holistically. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. Um, I think another piece of that conversation is, A lot of, and it's scary, and I see it everywhere. People are afraid to report their periods because of like the new abortion bans in different states, and like having Mm -hmm. you know the government have access to that information, and people being fearful of that. So, that's even another added layer that's just like you know, politically, a whole conversation that we could go into someday, but um. I think that yeah. I, yeah, I I don't think that you know a lot of people track on their own and some do some right. don't you know I feel like it's personal preference I don't because I don't know when the hell I'm going to get it and I don't even at this point it is what it is you know um but some people I do know like use trackers and I don't know I think that that's kind of a conversation like I agree with you that if you don't have you know like a system of what you're going to do with the numbers if, it seems like irrelevant to even have the data. Like what, what are you going to do with it? I think it's just understanding because even if you have the data, what are you going to do? You know, what do you,
0: everyone I know, who, like period, yeah. periodizing workloads can be important. So like mm-hmm. some players you might say, okay, you know, naturally you should actually, we know you're on a heavy day or, you know, you're on a heavy day based off of what the information we have. So, we back you off of things. Those are normal, but I don't feel like even my capabilities right now, based off that are of that level to be able to track it and do that much to it. Cause like, we don't have heart rate monitors. It's something I would love to have. It's not in my budget at the school I'm at and and so on. So that's something, if I don't have that information, even know where your workload is and your intensity because of your own body, why would I take another piece of information that, also helps me in that conversation. So I just try to create a level of trust. That's like, if you're at that level where your cramps are that bad and you don't think you can go like, that's okay. Like just chill, just chill. If you can listen to information, great. I mean, I would yeah. throw up on my period sometimes on the cramps, So like, it wasn't good for me to be, be in a space just watching cause I'm over there throwing up, you know not on, not even able to like see straight sometimes cause I would get blurry yeah. vision during yeah. some of those really intense moments. So it's it's really to me, if you don't have those technologies, it's creating that open space that if there is a player experiencing this, how can you give one credit to it and two understanding that it's it's maybe just as bad as like a flu. I mean mm-hmm. that's what you would think I was on was my I had a flu yeah. based off how I was responding. So bouncing off tough. of
1: what you said about not being able to see, another thing that I, I feel like a lot of young women are like iron deficient and then on top of and this is how I was like growing up I was iron deficient and then when I'd be on my period it was just like a whole other level of I was super fatigued like standing up it was I was chewing okay I don't know if people know this but like when you're iron deficient you chew ice like you crave ice and I would be chewing ice all the time and that's kind of when I realized that I was uh, I need to go to the doctor to get that fixed but like on top of that I was so fatigued all the time To the point where, like, when I was on my period, it was, I couldn't see straight. I was having, like, double vision. I was blurry vision. I was trying to figure out why Why am I, like, struggling to run? Why am I even struggling to, like, walk up the stairs, you know? So that's, like, another piece of the conversation that it's not just your period. It's also all these other outside health factors that kind of play off of your period. And it just, Mm -hmm. you know, amplifies things to a point where it, it makes everything difficult <laughs> and everything I like that you said i like that you said creating a safe space so how here's the question how Uh-oh. do we do that because some now like i know on my staff we have males and females so i do know that like i have a system a support system like i feel comfortable going to my coaches and saying like hey if i had yeah. that opportunity like if i needed to go and speak to them and say hey i'm you know it's my period like I'm unwell today. My period's really bad. But what if it's an all-male staff? What, how do you create an environment that's comfortable and safe? Or is that a possibility? What are your thoughts?
0: I think it's 100% a possibility. I think it's, you know, standing straight up and saying, listen, I know this is something you experience. I don't personally. So uh, but I am a supporter of the fact that I understand each of you will have individual needs during that time. Um, and so if you're comfortable, great, come chat. I'm happy to give you the time off you need or help you get connected to a doctor resources. I'm saying like college environments, obviously youth environments are not, you know, you're not going to be helping them maybe get and see the doctors, but You know, the other thing I think is important, though, is finding a female within the departments that you could potentially use as an additional staff member for this resource. So typically easy one is an athletic trainer um, that you could say, listen, do you mind being kind of a team outlet resource about this topic specifically that I can tell my players, listen, listen. Her and I have had the conversation. She can keep things as confidential as you need. But if you need a female perspective or discussion, this is somebody that's aligned in an ally with us. It does Mm -hmm. not mean going to her will get information told to me as the male coach. Um, I think those things are kind of important um, is that Mm -hmm. you can actually bring in people within probably your network to do that. I know for specific things with like male coaches even in the youth environment having a female whether it's a team mom whether it's an assistant coach just somebody to have that representation is really important yeah. um you know and i think that's a it's, it's actually an easier solution when when they just admit that and this is this is a discussion that has occurred almost every day this week for me coach is not god however you see god coaches should not and do not know everything so even as a woman who has experienced a period it does not mean i am a doctor to understand the biological you know systems of a woman and a reproductive to give medical type advice i can simply say yeah i know that probably hurts Do you have, you know, do you have any Tylenol on your bag? How do you feel? Do you feel like you need to use the restroom? Do you just want to hang out? Do you need to go home? If you're going to go home, do you feel like you're going to go home and be okay? Do you need like a roommate or somebody to come check on you? You know, like I'm not sitting here being like, so JC is this stress induced and here's what (laughs) you'd i be like. Oh, dude! It, like it's happening every day. I'm sorry to hear that. Like maybe we go find a way to talk to a doctor. This is being a woman. So as a man, you can do these things as you know, and and non-binary as well. Not making this a very binary conversation, but certainly you know there are ways that you can bring in somebody to be a resource. And if you don't, again, have somebody, I would challenge you to then go ask other people how mm-hmm. have you solved this within your environment because we're telling you the pretty easy thing is to go find a female that will be an aligned outlet yeah but if you can't figure it out go ask somebody don't just stop and go well I can't figure this out I don't know what to do or they can just tell me they'll feel comfortable to tell me and it's like no,
1: no. there's like, a lot of, always yeah there's a lot of girls that that are probably not going to and understanding that if you push it off, like it's seriously such a large, I mean, if you have a all female team, you're going to have like, there's no, (laughs) as long as you have someone that's dealing with a period, no matter who they are, it's going to be something that like, you can't just push off. So you have to, you know, bring in the resources necessary to back up and help support. You can't just push it off because it does impact performance. It does impact mental health. It, impacts right. everything in your daily day-to-day life
0: and i think the, the other part to go with this is that the when you went to like when you're how you feel you are when you feel like i'm a bit bitchy when i'm on my period yeah. as coaches you cannot get into assumption making that their attitude is due to pms more yeah. than just go well she's she's just pmsing like don't do that Go to the player if she is acting off. It's going, What's up? You seem mm-hmm. you don't seem yourself today. You could get I'm PMSing back off, that could be the answer, or there could be other things going on. So, that part is always like, She's probably on her period. I'm like, You don't know, and you yeah. don't know if why she's acting that way is because of that. And if you can create spaces where sometimes. Um, if a snap judgment or a snap emotional response comes at you as from a from a player to a coach, I sometimes I'm like I wonder because it seems very reactive. I'm like I wonder if that could be what's going on—is they're you know on their period they have PMS going on. So yeah. it's like hey you know not in the moment even I'm like take a break we'll chat in a little bit. Hey you came pretty quick to that response that that conversation. Everything okay? And probably you're gonna get, mm, Coach. This is what's going on. Or I'm fine. And if I'm fine, you might want to see fine. You know what's what's fine mean for you right now. But I think that's the other part that does a lot of times. I've been in male circles where they're like, "She could be on her period." I'm like, "Shut up! You have no yeah. idea. You also could be the reason they're really frustrated right now. It's not PMS. It's you and what you're doing as a coach when you're screaming at her and she's not on her period. It's just you're." you know, just completely um, demeaning her in front of everybody. And maybe she just doesn't want to respond to you anymore. So I think there's a lot of things that coaches can do um, male and female, to be honest about just creating as open dialogue as you can, but also understanding it's extremely personal. Mm -hmm. Um, It is extremely stressful in so many ways that you've named, Um, you know, and I think adding on the fact that in college games in particular, Um, you know, you're, you're also dealing with potentially even, you know, younger, unfortunately, sometimes like sexually active people. So that, that fear of the period coming is potentially a big life decision. And like you said, you know, even the abortion laws that are going on around this country right now as a college coach, um, it is, it's, it's scary. Um, because when you're going to support your athletes, um, where and how, will decisions be allowed and limited um, on their own personal levels and so on. So a period is a huge thing. Um, It doesn't happen once a year. It's, It's happening once every four weeks. And when we put that in perspective. And we will be right back to our show. Fearless and Capable is a mentorship program specifically geared for women and girls working and participating in sport. A monthly membership allows you to access all of the resources, courses, workshop events, and team huddles that you can get in a month's time to support what you want to achieve in life. Our one-on-one mentoring services allows you to do a deep dive to meet with women across the industry that have gone through what you are going through and want to help and support you to achieve your ideals in your life and your career. You can check out more at com, and certainly follow us on all our social media channels at fearlesscapable. Capable. Now back to our show. That's a lot. lot.
1: It is a lot. And it's not a subject that needs to be untouchable and, you know, pushed away. And that it kind of is always portrayed as that. Like in movies, you see like, oh my gosh, all of the women are in their period. Like I need to get up. A- the males, it's always, it's so, like, cliche. It always happens in movies where they're like, oh, my gosh, like, they're on their period. I just, I'm, I'm going to stay away. Like, don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. It, I feel like, I mean, in my opinion, I'm someone that I don't like the idea of pushing it away and just, like, it's not something to be ashamed of. Like, it's a, right. it's a normal human body function that we go through, You like yeah. you said, once a month. So yeah. it happens so routinely and regularly that we should be talking about it. But I will say on that note, there are a lot of girls that don't get their periods as athletes, right. which we haven't Talk. talked about yet. Yeah. And that's, that actually might be a conversation that should be another podcast. Cause that could be a whole topic. <laughs> like That's yeah. even, that's a scary reality as well and something that I've also dealt with is where I didn't get my period. And it's because and I know a lot of athletes that don't get their periods because of working out and they just yeah. feel like it's normal but it's really not normal. I mean it it's normal yeah. in the way that a lot of female athletes don't get it but it's actually not a normal thing to be happening
0: to your body. Right, your body should yeah, it it needs it in a lot of ways and so I think that's the biggest part too is, you know, for a lot of women hopefully they're having you know friends like you have teammates and roommates yeah. you can talk to um you know but sometimes relationships with even family men- members that are trusted is difficult to say listen this is something that's happening to my body so i think the biggest thing that if you know in a, in a lot of ways we talk about is is helping women to feel empowered and then having the ability to self advocate mm-hmm. so not everything is about the coach going and advocating it's also about putting them in spaces where they can actually self-advocate. So it's a little nudge. It's a little resource. It's something to say, I'm here, you go do it. You know, you have a support system after the fact, you have it before and during, but you also have it after you go do this big thing that does self-advocation, which is, you know, maybe seeing a therapist, maybe seeing a doctor, um, maybe talking to someone in some other department or way. So really these these things we talk about on a weekly basis in this podcast really goes around. Like how do we have open conversations that give everybody a chance to self-advocate, but by also then creating creating outlets where we can be good listeners and understand what others are experiencing. Um, but I agree, you know, there's, there's a lot to be, Learned there's a lot to still be discussed. Uh, there's a lot to be progressed in this conversation as it relates to females being in sports. I mean, I, I want to end it if you're okay with the question yeah. of, um, did you see the whole thing with Tiger Woods handing a tampon? Yes, to...
1: yes, yes,
0: I did. That pissed off. So, okay, why? Why did it piss you off?
1: Because he was basically saying, like, ah, oh, you're playing like a girl.
0: Like, thank you. Yes. (laughs) And and I, it's, it's what it is, is it's such a symbol of something that we've talked about this whole Mm -hmm. podcast about. It happens every month to us. Yeah. And you're saying something that happens to every month, this, this tampon that is a huge resource signifies weakness or lack thereof. And that's, I, people are like, it's just a joke. I'm like, do you know what it symbolizes? And I was like, I feel bad for the woman that walks in there into that restroom and there's a tampon not in the thing that she needs because they decided to make it a joke. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I it's something more relative that or like obviously happened in the more recent past and and I've had some people being like it's just a joke. I'm like,
1: no, I but it, I can even explain to you every single person I've talked to it's pissed them off. And I've only yeah. talked to, you know, women about it, but it's pissed them off and it's frustrating and it's upsetting. And it's, the people I've heard say it's a joke has been males who don't actually struggle with that once a month, a month difficulties of having a period. And yeah, exactly what you said. It They're trying to signify that it's weakness and it's
0: ridiculous. I'd like to see well, them have I read it. a period. And we didn't even get into the cost of feminine products. Yeah. Because that's a whole nother issue to the access to these really regular things that we need again, every single month. And the cost of products are not cheap. And we just had a plant
1: shortage during the summer,
0: didn't we? Right. So like these things are not laughable because it's really, you know, how you're going to be able to go out into the world. Because again, like I saw a thing, of a commercial i think it's like an snl skit or something that's like or maybe a comedian going i hate tampon commercials where all these women are out like partying on their periods that is not the reality like you're just you're not out like at the beach all the time being like i'm on my period and it's so much fun like it's not that is not reality these commercials yes they allow you the flexibility to go swim and go do these other things um but they're still a man (laughs) (laughs) Right. There's, but there's still a management of it. You're like, okay, when am I going to be able to get to the bathroom? And like, did it leak? I don't know. Does it feel like it's going to leak? I don't know. And like, oh man, I've even had the one where like, I'm, this is going to get really graphic, but like, there's not even that much blood, but I took the tampon out and I'm like, it's just like I wasted a tampon. Yes.
1: Yes. Or it's painful. (laughs) Like you're not on your period enough, but like you have to wear a tampon. Yeah. It's good God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah
0: So this is where, for men listening, like this is a huge discussion and something that you're thinking about at minimum one week out of four weeks every single month, and it does have an impact, and it does impact. At performance minimum, because it, it does. And even more often, like where I'm thinking a
1: week ahead, "Oh my gosh, am I going to get my period this next week? I'm going to be away, traveling, competing. So now I'm thinking about it for another week out of my four weeks. So now is it two weeks that I'm not thinking about it? But then, well, and then
0: you're thinking the third week after it is like, did yep. it impact my performance? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's kind of like you're thinking about it all the time.
0: <laughs> Boom. Yep. and That's 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 our episode on periods. It happens yep. all the time in some form or fashion. If it's happening, about to happen, it just happened, Or what can I do if it does happen and I don't predict it um, happening? So, or I don't see it coming. So that's, that's the takeaway is it's always there. So stop avoiding it. I think you did a great, your great line was, it's not an untouchable subject. And so I think that's okay. People leave with. So, all right, well, good luck. um, Thank you. All of it. um, Everything involved, but um, as always, you're amazing. And thank you for uh, giving us, giving us some time about.
1: So are you
0: thank you for listening to the unbreakable and fearless podcast jc and i are working to make the conversations between coaches and players more productive and honest we would love for you to subscribe to unbreakable and fearless wherever you find your podcast. like what you hear today then share the show with your colleagues friends and family interested in learning more about jc visit www.unbreakablefemaleathlete.com want to check out what candace is up to Then visit www.fearlessincapable.com. More episodes to come, and until then, embrace the unbreakable and fearless spirit.